Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey everyone, it's A Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino and I'm so excited today because one of these things that the quarantine has allowed me to do is get caught up on who the heck I want on my show. And I mean, there's, it's funny because I remember when we first started this podcast, which gosh, I think in August, we're going to come up on a year, which is crazy to think of. I made a list of some of the people that I wanted and this person has been on that list from the very beginning, but because our lives are crazy, we're finally getting the opportunity to uh, talk here on the podcast. So I want to introduce you to one of my favorite people. She's so much fun. From the first day that we met, uh, we were laughing our asses off together <laughs> and, um, and really kind of I don't know. I felt like I was the new girl that came into the new school and you let me sit at your table. And that was really nice of you. So uh, <laughs> I want to I want to introduce everyone to you. Uh, please welcome Dr. Josie Buig. Um, Buig, did I say it correct? Buig. Buig. Darn it. <laughs> but that is why you were known as Dr. Josie. Dr. Uh, Josie. Because yeah. everyone probably says it wrong. So you gave up and said, just call me Dr. Josie, which is that's how we all know you. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to finally make it here. It's been so um, I'm sure after I'm gonna have a, have you tell everyone who you are and what you what you've done in your career as a vet. And um and I'm sure after they hear this, you'll find they'll find out why you're one of my favorites. But tell us a little bit about yourself and how you're so different. How oh, I'm so different. Um, I probably I went to veterinary school because I wanted to practice holistic and alternative medicine. I actually started studying herbs and herbology for myself when I was in college. I went to, I've been going to see a chiropractor since I was 14 years old and in a car accident with my parents. Um, the last time I was at a conventional MDs was when I was 18 to get a physical to get into college. Um, so I found out animals were my love. They've always been my love. And I went to, um, college to get a degree in biology. And then I was like, well, what do I do with a degree in biology? And I, I started working at humane societies and vets and I found out they were doing acupuncture and herbal medicine for animals. And that's when I was like, that's what I want to do. So I, that's, then I applied to veterinary school. So I walked into veterinary school knowing I had to go through their education, but then I designed my own side education where I sought out some of the earliest holistic vets in this country and some of the best, um, you know, Alan Schoen, um, goodness, Stephen Blake, there's a whole, but Cheryl Schwartz, Eeyore Basco. And I, I, I went to the conferences and I walked up to him and I said, I want to come hang out at your clinic and, and I want to apprentice. I want to learn what you guys are doing. And so I did I, every break I had, I went and worked with somebody like that while I was going to vet school. So, um, yeah. What were some of the most shocking, not to interrupt, but what were some of the, as a young person, what were some of the most shocking things that you discovered when you were being apprentice with finding 
natural things doing what some of pharmaceutical things can do. I, it's funny because I already knew natural things could do that. And I already knew the damage that pharmaceuticals could do. So, but I mean, one of the best things that I saw was Eeyore Basco walked into a conference meet lecture and he had this cookie sheet with these amazing magical mushrooms like reishis and the ganodermas and the shagas and the turkey tails and I I just my eyes started spinning in my head and I'm like oh my gosh what do you do with these I want to learn this kind of medicine you know mm-hmm. and that's when I I immediately set up a time to fly over to Hawaii and I did one of my externships with them on on Kauai spent like two weeks oh my god that's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in the world yeah and it it was pure magic and you know I've I've always been involved in like spirituality and Native American shamanism and things like that and he just took me to really magical places magical things happened to me on that island so very cool what are so so tell us what are some of the things you've seen like mushrooms do or I mean you mentioned chiropractic when you got in a car accident which I'm sure changed your life it's amazing how a chiropractic adjustment how acupuncture can take a dog who is not moving its hindquarters to walking Um, and I don't think people understand that our animals go through a lot of the same things that we do and they need adjustments almost more than we do because we know not to run like a maniac through the woods, but my dog doesn't and she does. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, some dogs, it's funny, some dogs are harder on their bodies than others. But I I had one case where I walked in and this really nice, this really nice couple had this black dog and they called me. And when I got to their house, the dog was laying on its side. It couldn't even lift its head up and it was having trouble breathing. And I literally looked at the animal and was like, you know, this dog is on its way out. It's a way across the veil. And um, I told them, I said, you know, I, your dog may be suffering. And they're like, well, you just give it a try. They begged got down on their hands and knees and literally said, just give it a try. And I was fairly new to my acupuncture practice. I put the needles in and I may, I said, I will treat your dog. If you promise me, you have to call me tomorrow. And if your dog is not sitting up and not eating and not doing better, then we need to make a tough decision here. And they called me up and they said, come over to the house. So I thought I was going over there to put the dog to sleep. And I pulled up in front of their house and they opened the front door. And that dog came bounding out the front door. So sometimes I I mean, would you agree that like what I see is, you know, people, people think, um, I mean, cannabis medicine is incredible, but you know, an animal, I've seen this now for five, for the past five years, I've been treating animals with cannabis medicine and most of them are on, you know, they've already been told by a vet that they should be put down. They haven't gotten up and walked. They get one dose of a full spectrum, you know, heavy dose of a full spectrum and they're up and they're alive and people think it's um, a miracle. And what they don't understand is that the same things happening that happens in getting acupuncture or chiropractic is that when we're in pain, we can tell you we're in pain. We can tell you, okay, now I've been in pain for three days and now I'm depressed. Now I don't feel good. And dogs don't do that. 
So when you relieve that pain and you open up the communication, let's say it's, you know, a nerve cut or something's Mm -hmm. off or a disc is off. And when you open up and you relieve that inflammation and pain and open up that communication to the brain, your dog is going to come back alive again. So it's not a miracle. It's them telling you something's off and I need help. Instead of throwing a pharmaceutical at it, do an adjustment, try something natural and safe. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that can be done. And I mean, with acupuncture, and I think I, I love I love the, the CBD and cannabis with the acupuncture because acupuncture works with both the, the endocrine system, the nervous system, the immune system, because when you put a needle in, it stimulates the immune response. It stimulates endocrine responses and the hormones and also nerve. And, and cannabis does the same thing. It integrates those three so that's why I love working with them together I really um I put almost now I've started using it in my practice goodness probably four or five years ago and I I put almost every most of my practice is either elderly animals or chronic disease cancer autoimmune allergies da, 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 da. um and I, pretty much every single one of my patients is on a CBD Wonderful, wonderful. We're gonna we're um we're gonna take a short break, but when we come back, I want you to tell everyone about your training at the Chi Institute. Did I say that right? Did I say that right? <laughs> you know, and I thought because I was uh, from the three hundred five in the Miami that I could say wig, and I was going to be right, and I was wrong. Well. Well, it's bo- you got it halfway in between. Boig <laughs> is German and is English, so you kind of got the. Uh, I I assumed because you're in you're in Miami, right? Yeah, that you're in Miami that you were Spanish, and that was a stupid assumption. How so. do you say it in Spanish? I would say Boig. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. I right. never. <laughs> we'll, be <laughs> we'll be back right after this. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. It's time to Hemp Present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. 
Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we're back. We're Dr. Josie, and um, I want to talk about a couple things. First, the five elements, which is the name of your practice and what you practice and believe in. And I would love for you to explain that to us that don't know much about it. The five elements. Um, traditional Chinese veterinary medicine is based upon a, it's kind of a spiritual, cosmo, cosmological, philosophical school called Taoism. And the Taoists, they were actually ancient. They were Chinese versions of what people call shaman nowadays. There were these old men who lived up in the mountains and did a lot of contemplation and meditation and observation of the world around them. And they came up with a system of five elements. In, in Western thought, they had the four elements, air, fire, water, and um, earth. The Chinese have five elements and they're, they didn't have, they didn't understand molecular or genetics or anything like that, but they knew there were elemental processes underlying all of reality. So these elemental processes, the interaction between them create and manifest this third dimensional reality we see around us. So our body, our health, the weather, the you know, the stool I'm sitting on, everything. Okay. So this is, this, China, the Chinese medicine is something that is for humans. How did it, you know, come over and adapt into animals and animal health? Well, the Chinese had animals and they had, you know, they had all the farm animals and they had the, chi they had chickens and cows and horses and pigs and camels and all of them. And the th there is an, the legend, and I don't know how true it is, but that acupuncture originated when a war horse got stabbed by an arrow and they realized these animals would get these injuries and then they would be better. But actually it, um, they used it. They used that. That was their medicine. It was a huge, full medical system that was more. It talked about lifestyle. They had food therapy. They had acupuncture. They had Chinese herbal medicine. They had Tai Chi and Qigong exercise. So it was an entire system, lifestyle system. What we're just coming up with with functional medicine nowadays. I mean, it's over two thousand years old. Right. So. Um, they used it for all their farm animals. There's ancient acupuncture charts for chickens, for cows, for pigs, for horses. So I know they, recently someone sent me something um, showing that they were using cannabis, of course, as one of their tools um, yeah. back there, which I love to see that um, 
that history of this all natural product being used, one of the natural herbs being used. Well, yeah, because that's, they didn't, they looked at the world around them and they were in partnership with it. So they were in partnership with the plants. It wasn't there. Oh, what is that plant? How is that plant going to help me out? It was like, okay, I'm all these plants around me. One of the earliest Taoist herbalists, Gahong, he was known to, he developed the five tastes. So he would sit there and nibble on plants and then see what they tasted like and what the effect was what energy channels it opened up. Did it create heat? Wow. Did it create dampness? That's how they developed their herbal system 2000 years ago. And we're still using those same formulas now. There's a formula I use right now for um, constipation that has hemp seed in it. You know? mm -hmm. So, but the Chinese herbal medicine is much more complicated than Western herbal medicine. They use a lot of combination formulas. They're really balanced. Um, yeah. Cool. And what is the Chi Institute? The Chi Institute is my teacher came from Dr. Shea, came from a third generation acupuncture family in China. He, he tells stories of going with his grandfather up into the mountains of China and gathering herbs, harvesting herbs for their pharmacy at home. So he came to the United States to finish up. Uh, he was in veterinary school in China. He came here to do some PhD work and his PhD thesis professor had a stroke and they told him that he wasn't going to recover. And Dr. Shea was like, well, you know, I could stick some acupuncture needles in you <laughs> on the side. I'm not, he wasn't really licensed to do it. Nobody was really, and especially to treat a human. Well, he treated him and he got better and had almost a full recovery, I wow. believe the way the story goes. So then they, he was at the University of Florida Veterinary School at the time. So he was able to then open up the vet school enough. So he started a acupuncture rotation, traditional Chinese veterinary medicine rotation at the veterinary school. Then he wanted to expand that. And so he wanted to teach American vets how to do acupuncture. So he started his own school called the Chi Institute. And that has grown into, I go up there and teach every couple months, um, but that's grown into a huge, huge school. It's beautiful. And so, what are they, and what are the things that they teach? And are they, they teaching all just well, they, vets? It's just vets. You have to be a licensed veterinarian or a student. They're actually um, accepting veterinary students. So they're teaching all the main branches of traditional Chinese veterinary medicine. The branches are acupuncture, Na, which is their form of massage and body work, food therapy, herbal medicine, um, and what's the other one? Those are the main four that they're doing right now. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I know. I remember begging you that if I could come, but I'm not a vet. <laughs> um, because that I would love to know. And it's all just for animals. It's not, it's all yeah, it's veterinary. for it's animals, which I, I think is amazing because a lot of people don't understand that what you learn in um, vet school is not, you don't get to learn about these different modalities. You don't get to learn about no. different practices. No. You don't even get to learn about um, essential oils, herbs, mm -hmm. anything that's natural, so or diet and nutrition. So, a oh, vet, yeah. 
when I was in vet school, I was a I was a president of our student chapter of ABMA, the American Holistic Veterinary Medical Association. So I would bring speakers in because I wanted to learn about it. So I introduced. That's how I that's how I end up at vet yeah. schools. The students and the presidents yeah. find me and invite me. I love it. Yeah. So I did that a lot, and Good. you know, yeah. So, and you know, people don't understand that everything that a vet knows beyond what they're taught in school is something that you have to do on your own to expand and yeah. learn and then practice. And then I'm sure that there's people or even colleagues that maybe think that you're crazy or a witch or don't know what you're doing. And I, that's one of the reasons I love you. <laughs> I am a witch. <laughs> I'll just call that okay. Wait, was that, a, was that an insult calling me a witch? Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I've been called a cannabis witch or a cannabis bitch before, know. and I'm like, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, uh, maybe maybe one of the reasons why, another reasons why I love you so much. Um, I know that you believe in the powers and the energies of plants and flowers um, uh, medicine. And I do you call it flower medicine? Or plant well, I make, I've been making flower essences a year ago. I went through a really tough spot, patch in my personal life. And I was determined, I'm like, I'm not going to go down this deep, dark tunnel hole. And all these flowers, I live in South Florida, and all these flowers just started literally jumping out in front of me and like offering themselves up to me for their medicine. So I started making flower essences and what's called vibrational remedies. Now, this kind of goes back in the early 30s. There was a gentleman named Edward Bach in England. And he was, he was a doctor and he developed these flower essences to work, that worked on an emotional level. Because a lot of times in West, in our Western world, we're so linear. We separate, we have the physical body, then we put the emotions over here, and then we put the spiritual over here, and then we put our mental thing over there, and we, we put everything away in these boxes, whereas it's all interconnecting. You know, and that's another beautiful thing about cannabis, because it interconnects it all. So right. you can't... A lot of people will see healing, a lot of disease states will actually start out in the emotional or mental body wow. before they ever manifest as a physical disease. So if you start treating things in the emotional and mental and vibrational bodies out here before they manifest physically, you're going to get be way ahead of the game. I love that. I love that thinking because... We So we know as human beings that stress and anxiety and all of that causes disease in us. And we now know that it also causes disease in our pets and in the animals. Yeah. So I love that, that it's a, you're being proactive instead of reactive and even doing something ahead of time. I mean, right now I've got my diffuser, you know, blowing away. I mean, it's not... Uh, anything yeah. that is out there in the natural world that is going to help my mood and my health by all means, bring it on. And guess okay. what? Most of the time, it helps our pets too. Exactly. And our pets, they're, I, I really feel like our pets are, we live in these little four square walls, so separated from the natural world. And our these animals that live with us in those four square walls are our last connection to that natural world. But then they take on so much of our stress. They never get a break from it, except when we go to work. And now here, everybody's at home. Right. So let's talk. We got to go take another break. And we're going to talk about that because... 
it's funny because the rumors out there is that dogs are so happy to have the humans home, but <laughs> not all of them. So we'll talk about that when we come right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with the bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The Green Peak with Richard Zwicky. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the 2020 Cannabis Caucus Event Series from March 10th through March 26th. Don't miss this exclusive opportunity for NCIA members to network Learn about regional issues from influential guest speakers and get the latest news about NCIA's federal policy work and emerging topics. Look for this year's only tour of Cannabis Caucus events coming to Portland, Denver, St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago, Newark, Sacramento, and Los Angeles this March. Stay connected, get informed, and take action to protect our industry and your business. Register now for your complimentary tickets at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Okay, we are back with Dr. Josie, and uh, we're both uh, finally getting together on our podcast, my podcast, because we're in quarantine. And um, we just brought up a, a wonderful uh, subject matter, which is, you know, a lot of people are, it's funny because I don't know if you are getting more calls or more consultations. I know you're going online and doing consultations now, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm finally got it together for next week. I'm going to start Good. appointment times. So, you know, people are interested. They can, they can find me for consults. Um, I think is awesome because you can, I mean, you'd be able to show your pet and be able to talk to you one-on-one. So I'm love that you're doing that. But people think that, um, you know, and I'm sure there's some excitement from your pet that if you go to work every day or go to school every day and that at first they were probably excited when you didn't go anywhere for the first week uh-huh. or two. But people don't understand that pets need a lot of sleep. And they probably got a lot of that sleep while you were gone. And and they can feel your stress and anxiety. And I know we are all stressed and anxious. There's, it's so hard not to be because the moment you meditate or go off into something nice and forget about what's going on in the world, you get reminded and we don't know what the future holds. So everybody is stressed and anxious and our pets feel it. 
what are some things that are we can do as pet parents? Um, I found actually with my own animals. For one, I'm go- I'm I'm getting outside with my dog. I have I have asked and been shown some secret little paths that have yet to be shut off from dog <laughs> So, um, but then I'm giving them their time, making sure they do have that nap time because my cats, they'll post up on my bed and sleep six hours a day. And I didn't, like you said, a lot of the times they're sleeping when we're at work and not and they still need that quiet time. So if we're harassing them and, and we want, especially being in quarantine, I'm sure some people want to cuddle them and hold them and everything all the time, but give them, allow them their own space as well. I think that's really important. And then also I am doing, I, I'm going to put out a second video, but just um, there's some things on acupressure that you can do for your pet and even grounding and centering exercises, meditation, so that you can relax and your pet can relax without dumping all of your stuff onto your pet because they are like little sponges and they, they're they there to help us unconditionally kind of in this altruistic thing. But a lot of times we put, they just absorb our stress. So instead of giving it to them, there are other ways we can send it down into the earth in meditations. We can sit and, and give them an acupressure massage to allow them to relax, which will then allow us to relax. So we get kind of a loop of relaxation going between the two. Um, the essential oils are great. You have to be a little bit careful with diffusing them all the time. I'm always, I always make sure my animals have a place to go where they don't smell it if they want to get away from it. Okay. Um, yeah. We want to make sure that our essential oils are truly pure essential oils. Yeah. Which and oils, they're, they're potent, potent medicine. I mean, if you think about the amount of medicine it takes to make one little tiny vial of essential oil, I have a friend, an herbalist over in Naples, and she just made, um, she's getting, she's becoming the alchemist in quarantine, but she took all her lemongrass. And out of this giant bushel thing of lemongrass, she made a little tiny vial of um Here's what? us doing the same thing. <laughs> We're making smudge sticks with our lemongrass. Uh, well, she actually distilled it and got the oil. But it was just a few, I mean, we're talking one cc. So you're concentrating all that into that think amount. About, think Don't about um, hemp seed oil, which is so yeah. wonderful and beneficial on its own. Doesn't have any cannabinoids, but it is an amazing oil in itself. It's, it, is. it is pressing the seed. So imagine how much you get out of one seed. So. Yeah, I don't think people understand that. But what are your some favorites that they could diffuse um, that would help animals and the whole family kind of calm down? The thing that I always do with essential oils, and, and this goes back to a woman, one of my favorites in the UK, Carolyn Ingraham. And she always lets the animal choose their essential oil. Oh, I love that. Okay, so if you open, especially with dogs, dogs' sense of smell is so acutely sensitive. If you were in a football field and your dog was on one yard line, zero yard line, and you were at the opposite end and you opened a bottle of essential oil, that dog could smell it that far away. Wow. Okay, so if you open a bottle near your dog, watch their reaction to it. If, so, if they want that oil and, the, and that oil, they need it and it's going to do the right thing for their body, they will come over and they'll take a sniff right out of the bottle. 
Okay, so test it out. See what their reaction is. Sometimes I'll open a bottle of essential oil and my cats are like, God, get, I got to get out of here. And they run. Right. So don't force it on them, you know? And but, I've also come into a room where I've left it on and I've got them laying by it. And I'm like, ooh, exactly. what is that? pay attention to what Exactly. So let them choose and let them kind of go back and forth between them. But good ones, I mean, I, I love frankincense. I just love frankincense. I think frankincense opens up the crown chakra. I use it. I, I do a lot of death doula work and transition work, and I use it for that. Um, and it's for one me, of my favorites too. it just brings a sense of peace. Lavender's good. Lavender's antiseptic. Lavender's antiviral, people. A very simple antiviral oil. I use it on airplanes. I put it in my nostrils. Just wipe it right inside my nostrils. So put it, put it on the inside of your mask <laughs> when you're walking around. I love it. I love it. And also, you can take a little drop and massage it. Do the massaging yeah. that you were talking about into them. Where, and yeah. of course, cats, if it's a lavender essential or frankincense, which is um, yeah. safe for cats, they can lick it off and get it, the benefits from that. Um, well, I, I can't, I mean, I can talk all day with you, Dr. Yeah. Juicy. It's, I've missed you and I can't wait to where I can see you again and hang out again. Um, but I want you to tell everybody where they can find you, where, because I want to tune in and find out how to give my dog the massage you just mentioned. So where can they find okay. you and tune in and all that good stuff and find your flower essences? Are they available? Hi. Yes, they are available. And I'm going to put more. I have a whole cabinet of them and I've just got to get them listed online. If somebody's looking for a particular one, I've done all the tropicals. I also have a line of the poisonous flower essential oils, which are actually, I'm, I'm doing some things like that in terms of environmental toxins and treating possibly even this virus thing with some of those. Wow, awesome. On an energetic level. Um, but so my main website is drjosie5elements.com. And then uh, my um, flower essence site is molly-and-me.com, mollyandme.com. And if you're interested in a consult, you can get me at con consult with Dr. Josie at gmail.com. And I'm also on, I'm on Facebook. Yes, you are. And I get your e-newsletters, which are always fun. And I've got, yeah, you can sign up for my newsletters. I'm on Instagram um, at Dr. Josie Pet Bet. So, you know, I'm pretty find you. They can find I'm, you. They can hunt me down. <laughs> I'm giving you a, a virtual hug. It's so nice to see you. I don't know when the heck we'll be able to leave and go to an event and see each other again, but it was really nice seeing you and I'm glad you're safe and healthy. Yeah, I'm glad you are too. It was awesome. I'm glad we finally got to do this. I know. Thanks. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.